So we're going to start off with the basics, go into Locks and Hobbs, and then Game 3, then Dan O'Reilly, who was recently scandalized. Um, so we're going to start off with basics today. Um, so the first one is incentives. So as human beings, we have three general types of incentives. We have the moral incentives to just be a good person, just be a nice guy, be a pretty rad dude, um, give somebody their money back if, if you're that kind of guy. Uh, help a kid who fell off his bike, make sure he's not dead, make sure he's not in pain, uh, make sure he doesn't need to go to the hospital, help some old guy across the street because he can't see, um, just out of the kindness of your heart, just because this is what you were raised, this is being a good person. Uh, that's how you were raised, this differs from person to person. Um, social is, you got to do things for your family and your friends and your significant other, um, because you gotta like you gotta go to the party that your friend wants to go to, because he's really excited about. It. You might not want to party whatsoever, but he really wants to party. You gotta go support your friend partying. Your your sister is in a play. Go support her. You don't want to go to that play. No one wants to go to that play. It's gonna suck. It's gonna be boring. Who who likes plays? Weirdos. That's who. Um, your 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 significant other might want to go see a horror movie, and you hate horror movies, but. That's what they want to do, so you got to do it for them. Um, and last, where I'm going to pass the mic off over to Logan, and he's going to explain economical incentives. So an economical incentive is like going to work for money. You may not like the job, but you may have to pay the bills, so you're going to have to go to work and get money so you can have a house and a job and keep, keep up the lifestyle you would like. Or you have a roommate for a cheaper rent if you live in an apartment or a house. You can rent out a room. So that you can have cheaper rent. Next thing we're going to talk about is heuristics. So heuristics is what makes your brain go. It's what makes you how you are because of how we were as monkeys. So when we were a monkey, when, when we were two feet tall, little guys, walk, run around the savanna, um, we needed to know in the darkness, are those eyes or is that just a light? Instant assumption is that's eyes, because they'll kill you. Mm -hmm. So now, that's how we just exist, because that's how our brains evolved to process information. Uh, we're on autopilot a lot of the time. A lot of our time is just spent existing without really knowing you're existing. Um, and then, also, after heuristics, we're, gonna, we're talking about scarcity. So scarcity is the concept that there are finite amounts of resources, finite amount of money, and people will do insane things for that money. For that money, for power, for anything that has a short supply, people will lose their marbles. Say you're buying a PC part. That's, that's the first thing because I just bought a PC. Uh, say you're buying a PC part, buying a graphics card. Uh, the chips are in short supply. People will pay thousands and thousands of dollars for something that's not even that good of a graphics card. It's just they're so expensive because... There are items in the cars that are being used for Bitcoin farming or for mm -hmm. uh, Teslas. So people are doing crazy things for them. Um, another good one is COVID-19. When it first started in May uh, in the United States, there were a lot of food shortages because people were just buying, mass buying food. There were a lot of um, 
toiletry shortages, the toilet paper, the mm-hmm. funny, the funny toilet paper memes. I know we have all seen them, um, where they were just people were buying toilet paper in excess amounts and just screwing everyone over because they needed toilet paper that they they still have to this day. Um, and the last thing was really the thing that more uh, people who needed um, sanitary products were getting screwed over. So the people who had the actual problems that would cause to COVID-19 killing you could not get those products because people were being crazy about them and purchasing them like nuts because mm-hmm. they wanted to own it. They wanted to have it so they wouldn't die. Um, and then the most recent one I can think of uh, in scarcity is the oil pipeline when it got hacked um, a couple months back when everyone was freaking out. I don't think it really hit Muncie that bad, but it did hit a lot of places really badly. I think it hit Texas um, before. Texas, yeah, people were freaking out. Um, nothing actually really happened, but just people were freaking out. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just bought gas and gas and gas. There were images of people's whole basements full of gas. There were people who had plastic bags of gas. They're just buying gasoline like crazy for no really r- real reason whatsoever. Last thing I'm going to talk about with the behavior with the basics of behavioral economics is choice. Um, we make 25,000 choices a day. I know that seems like a lot or a little, depending on if you overestimate or underestimate. Um, but you make every single choice that happens to you. I just chose to cross my legs. I didn't do that manually. I chose to, though. Mm-hmm. I'm choosing to move my hand while I'm speaking to the microphone. Um, you're making these choices automatically through heuristics. Heuristics are a large part of choice. Probably should have put them closer together in the thing we're going off of, but um, you, we are very much creatures of nature. Um, make ni- we're 92% predictable. We just do everything exactly the same as everyone else. I'm sure there's factors that lessen or raise that predictability. I'm sure there's people who are less predictable and more predictable, but at the same time, the general consensus is you're 92% predictable. Mm-hmm. Um, the last point for this is um, done worse for less. A lot of people, you're choosing to do this. You're choosing to say, oh, I, I've i done worse for less. I I ate a penny for $2. Um, I, I ate a slug for 50 cents. Like, you're doing that is a choice that you're making. It's a bad choice. I don't think it's smart to do it. Also falls under those are what are the odds. I love what are the odds. I think it's funny. Uh, I made my friend post uh, Bugs Bunny without any context whatsoever. Made one of my other friends make an Among Us poster. It's just very funny. Um, and that's that's about it for our basic segment. Hi there. So we're back and I'm with, I'm doing Locks and Hobbs. And Locks and Hobbs are basically two very different people of the same thing. They, they both believed in human nature, but one, Locks, believed that human nature was more like they'll do something out of the goodness of their heart. That people are freaking epic, dude. Mm-hmm. That people will just do anything out of the goodness of their heart. That they might not want to do it, but they'll do it because they, because they should. And then Hobbes um, was the exact opposite of that and believed that people are evil and that they didn't want to... They didn't want to do something if they didn't have to. Yep. That there was no incentive behind it, they wouldn't do it. Things such as helping an old lady across the street if she didn't pay you like a dollar or something, people probably wouldn't do it. People suck, 
that was that was what he thought. Mm-hmm. I agree with Hobbs. I think people naturally are pretty bad people. Um, I mean, I think you're gonna. I think it's very hard for you to have a moral compass, no matter who you are. You just have to naturally develop one. You have to have your your parents have to both have one. Like it just, it, you, a lot of things have to come together for you to have a moral compass. You're not just born with one. Mm-hmm. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Game Theory. Today we're going to talk about why you cheat. So when you when you do game theory, when you believe in game theory, is that some people will cheat, some people will not cheat, some people will impersonate you, some people will get revenge if you cheat. Um, it's just how it is. A lot of people do believe different things about it. So you're going to cheat sometimes. Obviously, you're going to cheat. Are you going to cheat because your friend cheats? Uh, what if a guy you absolutely hate is cheating? What if a guy you absolutely hate isn't cheating? There's a lot of things that go in, but you actually have to believe in those things, and the things have to happen. And some, more, most people aren't going to cheat all the time. Most people aren't going to not cheat ever. Most people aren't going to copy you. Mm-hmm. Some people are going to be like, all right, I'm cheating right now. That's just, it is. It's random. Um, but really, that's just a theory. A game theory. And... He was a, he was an economics like teacher at a college. I don't remember which college, but he was an economics teacher at a college who eventually published a lot of. Can you pull that up? A lot of interesting material on it, and he right now he's actually accused of cheating himself when he goes he basically goes around and just talks about why people cheat and things like that. Yeah, he worked at Duke University. He went to Duke University. It looks like. And basically, he says that people, that there's a game in laws of, of cheating, of course, such as things like if people swore on, like, the Bible or, like, read the Ten Commandments or something, they wouldn't cheat because they'd have a moral incentive not to cheat. Ninja's Guide to Get Good Gaming, dude. And then they have things like, and then he said also that if, other people saw people cheating more, they'd be more likely to cheat. Like we were talking about with the game theory. Mm-hmm. Or he did a study where he paid an actor to go into a test and, like, they had two minutes to do as many math problems as possible. And he paid someone, like, a, paid someone to go in there in, like, the first minute, stand up, and say he got all of this right, and then just walk out. Which inspired a lot more people, a lot of more people, to do the same thing because they knew they could get away with it. All right, I think that concludes our first episode of the Joe Logan Experience. Um, make sure to follow all of our socials, except don't, because the Joe Logan Experience doesn't have any socials, guys. Yeah. Goodbye. <laughs>